What's going on, bud? That's my line. What did I tell you? We're incorporating each other's speech patterns into our own speech. That's true. It's like when a dog starts to look like its owner. No, wait. The owner <laughs> dog, you know? Welcome to episode nine of the Bisexual Podcast. Your favorite crafty queer Canadian content. I'm John, and I woke up this morning and immediately put on Mean Girls. Why is that? Why is that, John? What day is it? It's October 3rd. It's Mean Girls Day. Your favorite day of the year. It's the holiest day of the year. I wish people could see your face right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's the only tradition I observe. Can confirm. I'm Kelsey, and today I woke up and I immediately watched Buffy because I am extremely stressed. And this show is like going home. And I'm on season three, which means Angel's going to leave soon. So I'm pretty excited because... That's the best part. When he leaves? When he leaves. Oh, and then there's just like four seasons of him not there. And it's so great. And he just shows up every now and then. It's like, oh, well, I was going to do a Mean Girls character. Oh, no, I'm going to stick to Mean Girls character. Don't laugh like that. (laughs) No, I mean, I think I get dragged even harder than you do in this one. I feel like there's really only... One character that Libra could be? Yeah. I also feel like there's really only one character for Cancer. Cancer. Well, Libra is Karen. Yeah, 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 you are. Um, Perhaps the funniest character in the whole show is Karen, the more simple-minded member of the Plastics. Uh, Though Libras do not share the same dimness as Karen, her attitude does seem like it fits with a typical Libra. Karen isn't too concerned with offering her own thoughts or opinions and is just happy to follow the group. She is friendly to others simply because she doesn't put any thought into what she dislikes, though she does hold a grudge when insulted. <laughs> she is the golden retriever of the Mean Girls. I'm glad that they say that, you know, Libras don't share her dimness. <laughs> I feel like you have your moments. I have my moments. Cancer is... Scratching, isn't it? Scratching. <laughs> well, Regina is the leader of the classics. Gretchen is the number two, at least, until K- Katie comes along. Uh, though she is a loyal follower of Regina and will do whatever she asks, including changing her appearance, Gretchen is also nervous about her place in the group. Gretchen is a very emotional person, which suggests she is a cancer. Even though she is one of the most popular girls in school, she is very insecure. I hadn't watched it in like three hours. <laughs> um, when it came out, um, I remember like I really wanted to see it because like the ads and stuff made it look really good. And then I don't know, I went on like MSN Messenger one night or something, <laughs> and like a bunch of my friends had like in their status like Mean Girls quotes and like stuff about Mean Girls, and I was just like, they went and saw it without me. Oh no, you're the Gretchen. I'm the Gretchen. How's it feel? I was kind of, I was pretty upset. <laughs> were these the same friends that like were assholes on your birthday? Because I don't like them. No, this was like early high school. Junior high. I don't know. No, they were assholes on Thanksgiving. Different group. Your friends all suck. I mean, my birthday and Thanksgiving were the same day that year. Right. Anyway, fiber content, because that's ostensibly why we're doing this podcast. And we forgot about that last time. We talked <laughs> very little about fiber stuff. Uh, you, got, you got you doing anything with yarn lately? Making um, making some cool shit. I am making some cool shit. I know you're not supposed to say the fuck word, but can you say the shit word? Yeah, probably. I don't know. <laughs> Lori, what do you think? 
<laughs> write in and let us know. I made myself a new pair of slippers because I wore holes in the soles of the ones I made myself two years ago. Um, and I love them and I'm wearing them right now. Exciting. Let me see. I can't bend like that. <laughs> right there. <laughs> um, what else have I done? I made a pair of socks. You saw them yesterday. <gasps> John, tell everyone about your socks. They're so beautiful. They are broken seed stitch. How do you how do you describe it? It's like you do one row of like your contrast color and then one row of the other color. Main color? I don't fucking know. How do you describe broken seed stitch? That's no, you're not making them sound cool. It's it's like they look like, like mermaid scales. No, not those ones. The other ones. Those ones are fine. Those ones are nice too. No, your other socks. Oh, we're talking about lips, not FOs. Whatever. Your other socks are like all the good parts, all the good feelings of bi-ness, like physically manifested into these like beautiful pair of like cozy, comfortable, fancy ass socks. Extremely saturated jewel tones of blue and pink and purple. And they just kind of like pull together in this like magical, swirly kind of way. And it's like broken up with the with the neutral contrast. They're beautiful. They make my heart they make my heart happy every time I see them, which has been two times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I finished those. I started a new pair of them with a different color instead of the like bi colors. They're just shades of blues and greens. I really like them. Those ones are also very nice. They do look very mermaidy. They look like mermaid, yeah. What else am I working on? I'm working on, my friend from work asked me to make her slippers for a kid, so I'm making tiny slippers. They're, they're so little. Um, they're comically small. Uh, I'm still working on the Corvins 19 cowl. Ooh, how's that going? Color work's not my favorite thing. Fair, fair. Um, and I keep putting it down because I just want to work on pretty soft. Are you doing one at a time or two at a time? One at a time. Because I like using the nine-inch circulars. Oh, right. That's so weird. I hate Magic Loop. I don't know, like, because doing, so using the nine-inch circulars, like, I can just, you, you get into a groove, and you just go around and around and around and around. But I found, like, doing the Magic Loop, having to, like, stop and, like, pull your needle out and, like, push it back in on the other side, like, it, like, it threw off my groove. Mm. Yeah, I could see that. So, I've I've taken a shine to the... I also really don't like TPNs. Oh, no. Those are tools of the devil. I am <laughs> um, also having some sock feels because I am making, um, I'm designing beginner sock kits for Knit Me. And like, if you've never done Magic Loop or never made a sock, these will like walk you through it step by step and make it, like break it down, make it super easy. And they're just like plain stockinette with a contrast heel toe and cuff. And I did a poll on Instagram to ask people what they thought the easiest sock method was. Um, and I was thoroughly convinced people would say toe up because of course it is. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, to my surprise, I was soundly outvoted. Um, turns out people really love cuff down for whatever the heck reason. Now I'm making cuff down socks. But they're stockinette. And they're top down and I have to do it one at a time and this is just like everything I hate about socks I hate it so bad <laughs> people better appreciate this 
Um, so the other thing I'm working on is the secret project that I've been talking about for, I don't know, my entire life, I a think. A couple, couple episodes now. Um, is the three color sweater uh, test knit that I'm doing for Ivy and Autumn. And I can, as of Sunday, which is when this will be releasing, I can finally share it. Um, and so it's this really, really beautiful, like spooky Halloween sweater based on Vanessa from uh, Penny Dreadful, which was actually a show that I'd recently watched before starting the sweater. And it's so pretty. And it's this like super spooky, like high neck um, corrugated ribbing into this really elaborate scorpion and fire and upside down crosses colorwork on the yoke. And then it's like carried down through the sleeves. And it's so pretty and I love it so much. And it's um, one of the designs that are in the um, advent calendar that Courtney of Ivy and Autumn is doing and people will have received it on the 1st of October. So now I can finally share this thing that I'm working on (laughs) that I'm like super proud of because three color work, three color color work is hard and it looks really cool. It's really cool. And like the orange that you're using, you have with the fingerless gloves and the hat yeah. that match. So you're going to be like the most coordinated. Yo, it's not just fingers, glo- finger, fingerless gloves. I also made a hat and scarf. And a scarf. And a scarf. So I'm going to be cute as shit. You're going to be the most coordinated. Love it. We love to see it. It's <laughs> a holy time of year. Oh, it's so nice. I went for a walk earlier today and it's just like brisk. It's so nice. I wouldn't know. I live in a damp cold basement and it's damp and cold all year long that's where you go outside i hear rumors about this place it's yeah i'm once you go out of the basement it's everywhere yeah i don't know if i'm into that tbqh (laughs) i just want to stay here and watch buffy and work on my spooky sweater fair that's an entire october mood truly truly i've been doing it since september but just feels right now, you know? <laughs> I'm also starting, it's almost almost time for hot chocolate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm real excited. Oh, what a, it, is, it truly is the most wonderful time of the year. Um, so we mentioned a little bit on Instagram that we did a fun thing a couple weeks ago. We did do a fun thing. And it was about... more fun than I thought it would be. It was like, it was so much fun. And like, I super never want to stop doing it now. And that is to say, we tried dyeing yarn. Yeah, we. It was, it was really fun. I'm glad we did that. I. My my only attempt at dyeing so previously had been, um, in a crock pot. Vinegar and wet with vinegar and food coloring, and yeah. oh boy, did my apartment smell bad, for like, a real long time. Big same. Yeah, and the yarn it just it wasn't even worth it. Like no, it was uh, no, so shitty. So we did it with acid dye. Yeah, which feels so much fancier. Not a crock pot. We went to a Goodwill and got two pots. <gasps> Do you want to tell that story? I forgot about that. I'm so <laughs> Okay, y'all. So we went to the Goodwill. So we went to my, well, first of all, we took over my parents' house while they were at the cottage because I, I need my security deposit back. Like, if we're getting dye everywhere, I'd rather be at my parents' house, you know? Mm. Um, so we go to the Goodwill across the street. And we're like looking for things that we can, you know, dye yarn in. So I got this like big old a roasting pan. Roasting pan. Proper so roasting. I had to pan. like walk down the aisle with me and like 
explain to me what all of these implements were for because like fuck if I roast anything um so we got a roasting pan and I got what was the other one just like a pot but like really big it was like a decent size it was nice and sturdy a good a good sturdy pot um so we're all excited because we're gonna do our yarn dyeing we're gonna be all like crafty and shit and we got up there and the cashier like she takes them from me and she looks at the roasting pan and she goes oh and then she looks at she looks at me and then she looks at john she looks at me again she's like are you making a thanksgiving turkey and i started at her like what <laughs> it never even occurred to me that that is what people use these things for mm-hmm. and i was like well you know it's that t- time of year i guess and then she she takes the pot and she's like oh my god and you're making potatoes too and i was so confused and i just kind of like sure yeah we love, love potatoes we all love potatoes and then we get out there and it kind of just she used the word traditional didn't she <gasps> she did that was the part that offended me she's like oh and you're you're so tra- like you're doing this traditional dinner and you're so traditional and this is so great I'd love to see this and I'm like, yo, this woman just read us as a like straight we're couple. Straight. Not only does she think we're a straight couple, she thought I was traditional. She thought I cooked trans- trans- Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, a pair of vegetarians are going to eat a turkey. <laughs> we're as vegetarians <laughs> who are not dating. <laughs> who in fact met because we were dating the same person. <laughs> I don't think it gets less traditional. I was so mad. I was so mad all day. Like, Offended to my core. <laughs> this, this lady thought I was traditional. Oh, we had to go back the next day and I dressed up like queer signaling to the max. <laughs> Did we even, we didn't even get anything the second time we went no, in. I just no. needed her to know. <laughs> I think I was wearing my rainbow mask. I think we had very similar masks. Today. Anyway, I hated that. Anyway, none of this is relevant really to what we were trying to talk about, which is that we dyed yarn and it was very fun. <laughs> the, that, that aside. <laughs> We were going to do science and take notes and stuff, and then we just didn't. No, we didn't do that at all. I, I took two notes. Mm. Are they helpful? Um, I wrote 55 ml in five cups. Uh-huh. Sure, yeah. I don't even I don't even know what the other I one don't know was. What that means. I don't think we measured any of that. What were the other notes? I don't know. <laughs> it's in a notebook somewhere. Um. Yeah, so we got... We took all the stuff off, and we did our dyes, and we were... Wait, when is Thanksgiving even? Um, I think it's 12th this year. That's so far away from when we bought these fucking pans. Mm-hmm. Why would we be making a turkey? Fuck, I don't know. Maybe we're doing a test turkey. Oh, God, imagine. Like, I test anything before I just dive fully in. <laughs> you mean like dyeing yarn? Duh, like dyeing yarn. Yeah, so we, we tried a few different methods. We tried um, hot. No, it's not called hot. What's it? What was it called? We did like kettle dyeing. Kettle dyeing. We did kettle dyeing, and then we did cold pouring, and then we tried to get creative with some, like, speckling, and that did not work out the way I envisioned. I think the word you used a lot after that one was toothpaste. Yeah, it really... You know that, like, toothpaste where it was in a tube, and then the, the like, the spout had a split, and then, like, red and white came out on one side, and blue and white came out on the other, and then you could, like, swirl it on your toothbrush? You're making a face. Was this like a kid's toothpaste? No, it was like a grown-up adult toothpaste that had colors. It was fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, so it looked like that after you'd brushed your teeth with it. Yeah, so that that one was not my finest. Yeah, that was was the eyedroppers. We got eyedroppers, and that's what you were using it for. Yeah, 
Well, because we were... also tried the like squirty ketchup bottles, and that just like splooshed everywhere. Yeah, they were not controlled squirts. <laughs> Um, but we were we were fairly successful because we so we mixed all the dye we mixed all the acid dye in one uh, percent solutions because we wanted to use that back when we started we were like we're gonna you know test different Dude, yeah measuring yeah we're gonna we're measure we're gonna, we're gonna make different it solutions we did not do any of that um, we but it it worked out pretty well I think it was a oh we also did the gradients that was fun mm-hmm. very time consuming. I have a lot of respect for yarn dyers. Like I, I did before doing this because like this is this beautiful thing that I have no idea how to. And then now that I have done it, I have even more respect because I'm like, <laughs> fuck, this is. I am now thoroughly under the impression that there are no yarn dyers out there who like charge enough for the work that they do. Like, They're alchemists. Alchemists. They should be being being paid like five billion dollars per skein. Uh, uh, one gold brick. <laughs> one gold brick. <laughs> That's probably about the same, um, especially the gradients. I had, I don't know, for some reason I thought that would be an easy thing to do and it was tedious and not super successful. No, like we did some really neat ones. There was this one where we had like a bit of purple and a bit of blue that we had just kind of tossed into a bucket and I was convinced it looked like a porn star. Good like story. it looked like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Raspberry sour bus and blue curacao all mm-hmm. mixed up. And so we were like, I don't know. And we did like kettle dyeing with it and it turned out to this beautiful purple. Oh, and it had like such like tonal depth in it. Mm-hmm. It was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It didn't look anything remotely like what the solution looked like. Yeah. Yeah. But it came, it came out kind of like a coldish lavender. Mm-hmm. Very pretty. Yeah, and it was, I think it was pretty dilute. It was, like, very soft. Yeah, Cause, and that was the other thing, because we had had um, skeins sitting in those buckets, so, like, a lot of the dye was soaked up, but the, the water still looked dark, but the amount of dye that was actually being uh, diluted, it, like, it was, it was highly diluted, even though, like, it didn't look like it, and so the next skeins didn't pick up as much dye, which... As I'm saying this out loud, of course makes sense. But at the time, we were like, this is so neat. <laughs> uh, it was so good. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And it was neat to like... The dip dyeing that I did was cool. Oh my the, like, god, John, it was so beautiful. Last spur of the moment, kind of like, oh. oh, your parents won't be here right now? Okay, let's dye our last skeins of yarn. That was when I created the... Toothpaste. toothpaste. <laughs> And you created just just magic. I like. I've never seen a hank so beautiful. It should be hung in a museum or at least I on your wall. About, yes, <laughs> above my computer, because um, I don't know what I'm gonna use it for. I don't. But know. it's just like I've I faded all the colors we were using into each other and made a very seamless gradient. Oh my god, it was so pretty. Oh, stunning. Oh, I'm just thinking about it. I feel less anxious just thinking about it. Um, I learned that pink is a really fucking hard color to make, mm-hmm. which was distressing because then all of a sudden it was like just the only thing I wanted was to be able to get like a nice pink. Like I really wanted to, because our, our intentions were to dye a bunch of yarn using the colors of our logo, which are of course the bi-flag colors. But like 
getting that pink was so hard. And I don't even think I actually achieved it in the end. I don't think so. Which is very disappointing. But like, pink is a real color. It exists. You should be able to make it. I don't understand why it just, like, how do, (laughs) did you learn anything? You don't, you, you don't make pink is the biggest takeaway from that weekend. Dying is fun. <laughs> um, the other takeaway is uh, when you have to apply heat to the dye, um, probably don't put it in your parents' microwave. Cause... Or if you do, make sure it's thoroughly wrung out and yeah. wrapped very well. I would say we probably didn't wrap it enough, but anyway, I got a text two days later from my mom, which is a picture of the inside of the microwave that's just covered in blue. (laughs) She was like, is this you? I'm just gonna, just gonna leave this on red. (laughs) This is fine. I think something came up like shortly after that you were texting her about and just like completely. Oh, that's, that is definitely true. There's been a lot of stuff coming up. There's been a lot of stuff coming up. Like... We're going to have to talk about it. We can't just, like, leave it as a teaser. No, I think we should talk about it. Do you want to say the thing? Do you want to do the big reveal? Starwipe. Say it. Wait, it's funny because they probably think the big reveal is that we were just doing yarn dyeing, but it's, like, actually that we're opening a yarn store. We we have incorporated. We are by Stitch Link. Yeah, we are! Which I think would also be a really good tattoo shop if that's something we ever want to uh, branch into. Ink with a K instead of a C. Yeah. Um, and we are opening a yarn shop at 708 Annette Street. Yeah, we are! Toronto, Ontario. We're going to a yarn store! Um, you probably won't be able to come visit us anytime soon because they're putting more restrictions on going outside. Uh-huh. But we'll also have it on a web store that will ship internationally. Yeah! And it doesn't matter because we'll be there. We're going to be in our own store that we have that's ours. <laughs> oh my god. We have been, I was going to say we've been working on this for a really long time. but It's I been two months. Yeah, it hasn't actually been that long. <laughs> but time is fake. Time is fake, especially in quarantine. Um, but it's, holy shit, it's been such a whirlwind. And we just, we just signed the lease and we got our confirmation from corporation. And it's like, it's real. It is happening. We've, we've placed wholesale orders. So our, our whole jam is going to be we want to mostly stock queer and Canadian dyers and makers and with notions and all the cool shit. All the cool shit. I don't shit. even... <laughs> it's just, it's going to be such an extension of who we are as people. Like, it's, I, and I'm just, I'm so excited for it to exist in the world. And it's going to be called by Stitchel, which is, I think, excellent. I'm very excited about that. And it's going to, we're going to focus on um, supporting the communities that we are a part of and also believe in and support. And we're going to focus primarily on queer dyers and Canadian dyers, queer and or Canadian dyers, and have like, give a, we want to be like a one-stop shop for all of this yarn and from dyers that you might not have heard of yet or you might not um have come across on instagram and just or you know you just want to buy some real rad rainbow yarn like come to us we got you we got your rainbow we'll have rainbow yeah all the rainbow rainbow yarn (laughs) oh my god we have so many rainbow yarns and the and the oh oh 
Obviously You're gonna fill it with plants. It. It's gonna be filled with plants. Oh my god, it has more windows than my apartment. It's gonna be <laughs> I'm gonna have so many plant options. And we have a patio, so we, you know, when the world's like not on fire, we can have fish nights outside on our patio. And we're gonna stock like a huge range of yarns, not just dyers. We're stocking. Um, there's a really wonderful brand that does super affordable like just basic wool, um, wool yarn, also like bamboo and cotton and like just all of this like really like good solid yarn at like extremely affordable prices uh, called Nitsier. And so we're going to be stocking them and we're going to, we're going to have a bunch of like beginner kits for both knitting and crochet. So if people want to like figure out, want to start a craft and don't know where and don't want to like have to talk to anyone, you can just come in and like get a kit, get a kit. And you're supporting a bunch of rad local businesses or well, I don't know Canadian businesses that's us we're the we're the rad local business <laughs> support us <laughs> uh, and I have oh my god y'all y'all holy shit oh my god the di- there's a dyer I'm excited about all the dyers I work with but there's <laughs> one in particular that just like every time I think about it I can't I'm so fucking oh, I'm so fucking excited and I can't wait till we can start telling people all the yarn that we have holy shit it's so good oh my god it's gonna be so cool <laughs> Oh, and there's an exposed brick wall, which none of you will be able to see, I guess, because COVID. But it's there, and it's really pretty. Um, and we're going to have, like, it's going to be, like, our display shelf for all of the, like, notions and, um, like, yarny, crafty-related things that are made from indie artists all over Canada and or queer, queer and or Canadian artists. Um, like, some people that I've worked with for Knit Me and also just other people who do cool stuff and we're gonna have this beautiful exposed exposed brick wall to display it on (laughs) oh and it's completely accessible the space is completely accessible it was recently renovated to be up to all like accessibility standards there's so many outlets so many outlets there's so many i my my room has one outlet so the fact that this place has like six (laughs) i just i can't get over that i know because it's not even that big no that's like one outlet per hundred square foot. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I'm very excited about that. It's gonna be so good. It's gonna be so good. So we're working on putting the putting the website together. <sighs> it's it's all happening. It's happening. Um, and we're not gonna be super um, public about it on social media because we kind of when we make our social media like announcement, we want to have our stuff kind of like near ready to launch. Mm-hmm. But you heard it here first. Um, we're going to have different social media for the podcast and the store. Mm-hmm. Yo, we're going to get to do our podcast from the store. Mm-hmm. And the Stitch Nights. We're gonna, we'll hang out and do Stitches in the store. I won't cry. Don't do that. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Please. I'm a cancer. You can't tell me not to cry. Oh, that's so true. It's like telling <laughs> you not to be pretty. <laughs> I just, I can't believe this is happening. I'm so excited. This is not where I saw this year going. No. Three months ago, this is not where I saw this year going. No. And it's, it's weird because it started because one of the, the big local yarn stores in Toronto, the Purple Pearl, was um, they announced that they were closing. And it was just this really, it was really sad. It was just like, it was a really, it was a, I don't know, it was also very sobering, kind of just that, like, this established landmark in the Toronto knitting scene has, was just like, or fiber scene, I guess, it was just like, going to be gone um and so we had actually talked about buying it um and trying to rescue it and through our talks with the owner who is 
such a wonderful and supportive human being, we realized that. Like, we our, really want to do this. Not only do we want to do this, but we have such a specific vision for what we want to do. And like being a queer and trans owned, openly queer and trans owned yarn store. And being, aggressively queer. Yarn <laughs> store. So. Um, um, and like being kind of a hub, like a community hub, a so like a, a community hub for queer fiber artists and also just queer folks and that doesn't center around alcohol, mm-hmm. which Toronto was sorely lacking. Um, I mean, not that we'll get to do that anytime soon, but like. But like, this is a good place to start and we have grand visions for the future. And my background in food service will be a big help for our uh, future expansion. And my background in buying yarn is, I don't know, I'm just really happy, but I get to keep buying yarn. <laughs> and like so much more yarn than I previously got to buy. But yeah, through, through our talks with Jennifer, we kind of just realized that like our vision we had such a specific vision for what we wanted to do and like we believed so strongly what we wanted to do and then Jennifer believed so strongly what we wanted to do that we kind of just realized that we needed to go off and do it. We gotta do it yeah. And we did and I'm, I'm so glad I'm so glad that we did. I think we I think having like if we'd had the pearl we would have done great things and it would have been a great and wonderful thing and it would have been wonderful to kind of keep that store alive but I'm I'm so excited about this wild new path that we're on that has only come about in the last eight weeks somehow even though it feels like it's all I've been thinking about for my entire life yeah it's it's wild how quickly I was like and it, we saw this shop front or storefront at the end of August <laughs> oh my god we, true right god, and then so it's really just been a month. but like you called Paul and then you didn't hear back from him and you called him again kind of hate waiting around for men to call my least favorite thing then we went and saw the place oh that's so perfect i tried to have chill because i know you're supposed to like play it cool and be like oh i can take this and whatever but like i was like there was no chill. my home now <laughs> there was zero doubt that we were taking this no matter what happened yeah even if somebody else got the lease we would have been taking it yeah yeah straight out of their hands but it all fell into place this week literally <laughs> I, we haven't told a single person who's been like, oh, really? Well, you guys are going to do that? Everyone we've talked about. Like, the reason this has come about so quickly is because everyone we've talked to and everyone we've reached out to for support or for networking or for, like, you know, getting this actually going, everyone has immediately been like, oh, oh hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even the random people on the street that we spoke to trying to find a retail location were <laughs> like, you know what, this area could use a yarn store. Oh, thank you. yeah, we should go back and tell that guy. Yeah, we gotta get him flowers or something. <laughs> this guy we just found on the street basically pointed us in the direction of the, the place we're getting right now. Our new home. We, we owe him big time. And the other exciting thing, there's so many exciting things. Oh my god, there's so many things to be exciting about. But like, one of the things I'm most excited about is being able to do the online store and having, um, like being able to do international shipping and making like all of this amazing, gorgeous, stunning Canadian, queer and Canadian, queer and or Canadian yarn accessible to the rest of the world because mm. it's like shipping is so expensive and dyers like uh, with you know some exceptions but like generally dyers especially smaller dyers don't aren't able to ship out in the volumes that give them um access to affordable shipping whereas we can especially in conjunction with knit me and like we can actually make shipping canadian yarn affordable and make it accessible to people both within canada and 
everywhere else. And I'm so fucking excited about that. We've been spending way too much time just like looking at yarn. Not enough time. <laughs> Not enough time. But there's just so much and I want it all. Yeah, it's weird because we're, we're 650 square feet and I have no concept of how big that is because we've only seen this place in person once. But we're already starting to buy yarn and like we have, we, we have numbers. The, the numbers of yarn that we have is, is wilder than anything I can ever conceive of. And I can't imagine how much that... What that will actually look like? Yarn? Yeah, what it will actually look like. Because it's such a high it's such a high number of yarn. <laughs> and I just... I But also, it's how is that... It's too much yarn. That's too much. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm, I've never heard you say too much yarn. I know. I know. I know. I just, I'm, I'm pan- like, I can't... My brain is breaking trying to, like, combine these two things of, like... Conceive of such a number? this what does this much yarn even look like and what are we gonna do with it (laughs) we're gonna make it look beautiful never gonna sell the fuck out of it is what we're gonna do (laughs) oh my god i can't wait until we can actually like get in there and start touching decorating i just want to touch the yarn i just want to put it in a pile and then just like dive in it like it's a pile of leaves i'm telling you we have to get a bathtub bathtub full of yarn oh cloth with bathtub well that's our big exciting news that we were dying to tell people Yeah, I feel like anything else we could say after that is just going to be... It pales in comparison. Yeah. Look at world. It's just, I can't, I can't, I just, it's, it's so wild. Yeah, this is not where I sit, where I saw the year going. I'm not mad about it. Nope. I'm, uh, pretty thrilled with it, actually. Thank you for listening to the ninth episode of the Bicycle Podcast. You can find our show notes, including photos and links to patterns and designers and things we talk about on our website, bicycalpodcast.ca. We are on Instagram as at bicycalpodcast. You can find me at underscore dangerous John and Kelsey at Kelsey Grammar23. Please consider leaving a rating or review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast and help us reach us more, help us reach more disaster queer yarn folk. Also, join our Discord server, which you can find an invite to on our website or in the link on our Instagram bio. We have virtual stitch nights every other Monday. The next one will be tomorrow, October 5th. We're opening a store!